Ugh, bitch. <laughs> Leave that in. Leave all this in. Ugh, bitch. <laughs> Just so you all know, when we record, a little white lady tells us now recording as if we didn't know. Right, um, like I did. I like to think, and it's it, the thing about it, and this is the this is because I'm dumb. This shit freaks me out every fucking time because I always forget she gonna say. <laughs> it's also just really fucking creepy to have a voice out of nowhere in your home. Yes, because um, we record so late at night. If this is the middle of the day, that shit would bother. <laughs> it would still bother me. I've watched. Look here, I've watched all of the Paranormal Activity series. See, I haven't. I don't watch that type of shit. So, girl, I and that's the only one I will watch, and I have to watch it in the middle of the day. Although, see now, or four p.m. See the thing about it now, though, I have to close the window now because, so because of where my apartment building is situated, right? Yeah, we're slightly downhill from the houses on the other side. Oh, so you're just getting screams. mm -mm, That's not even it. So when the (laughs) they can just uh, my street's weird. So the people that live in the houses on this side of my building, if they come through their yard, they walk across the top of the garage. Which the top of the garage, because we're in this weird part of the hill sit Mm -hmm. level with well essentially level with the also the building on the other side so they can walk across the top of the garage then jump over there no so the little boy i say little boy he's a whole lot he's a teenager like he's like 17 18 I, i don't see him often i'm assuming how old this child is he looks extremely young to me but i am also an old bitch but he is now messing with the little girl that's staying there. one of the little girls in this building right here. So around this few. time of night, because niggas out the and he'll go across, he'll cut across the top of the garage. Problem is, I'm on the second floor. So these niggas sound very close to my window. So I have to close the window now. <laughs> Cause it just sounds way too close to my window for me to be comfortable. But you might want to drop the shades too. Oh, they can't see in the window. I wouldn't trust it. <laughs> I, like I can see them, but they can't see in here. Okay. Because the because the window's too high. So I still would trust it. Them shades. They also could climb in the window. There's bars on my window because I live Good. in New York and I have kids under six. So they couldn't climb in here if they wanted to. If well, they could um, even get up this motherfucker, they couldn't climb in here. Right, because we already talked about your fire escape. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know. Let's that's go. all right. At least yours is metal. Mine is wood. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Which right. Is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. But um, while um, I was waiting on you, before we get into the introductions, while I was waiting to set up, I was reading <laughs> a thread about the brokest shit niggas have done. Oh, yeah. These women. I'll just give you a few because it's hilarious. One, the girl said that she picked the dude up. He asked to stop at McDonald's to get his mama and siblings some food before they went on. They went about their night. 
They go to McDonald's. He did that fake looking around. Was like, oh shit, I forgot my wallet at the house. Since they was already running late, she paid for it. They go back to the house. He's in, a, in an apartment. They go back there. He take it up and then never come back down. <gasps> and he blocked her. Turns out he had her buy food for his pregnant girlfriend and their other kid. <laughs> Another one. She said that he took her on a date to a really, really expensive restaurant. Ordered the works, appetizers, wine, everything, right? Towards the end of the meal, this motherfucker pulls a paper towel out of his pocket. They had two dead roaches in it. Put the roaches in the plate, mixed the roaches in the food, called the manager over and said they, they was there from the beginning. So he got the food comp and they comped him for lunch the next day. You know what, though? <laughs> I'm going to just say this. As a person who uh, works in restaurants, you come to my shit and do that and I'll beat your ass. However, <laughs> if you put this shit on these white people, these other white people, feel free. <laughs> feel free. Okay, it's funny you say that because I was just looking at, um, we were just watching an episode of the Golden Girls where... Dorothy thinks she has. Dorothy knows she's sick, but she doesn't know what when she has. Sophia puts the salt, the in, salt the in the wine. Yes. <laughs> Somebody did that too. Actually, that was one of my dates. I mean, no shame. I met I met a guy in Detroit for a drink. Well, of course. <laughs> and we had because I'm saying no shade, and I'm here. Hell yeah. We had two glasses of wine each. The second glass, we got about. We got a little ways into it. No, sorry. We drank two. We got the third glass. Drank a little bit. He put salt in both glasses just in case which one they decided to try. Exactly. And um, got our bill comped. <laughs> I left and never saw him again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. No shade. Uh, we're the type of places like Oh, no, we'll take that bottle off or not take the bottle off. But, oh, here, we'll get you something else instead. (laughs) um, I'm not going to say where this happened, but it was a place not far from where you live. Okay. So that's all I will say. (laughs) Um, Is Beetlejuice living in the attic? What? I don't know the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> when I said it, I was like, shit, gonna have no idea. Shut up. It's like, nope, we're halfway done. Just keep going. <sighs> okay. We'll it talk about it all. That changed that had a overhaul in the last 10 years. Like a menu overhaul, a crowd overhaul, the whole thing. I went there just after the change. Then I decided I don't want to go here anymore because I don't like it. I'm not going to lie to you. That's every place over here now. I know. But when I tell you, that will make total sense. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to do intro. And then I've got um, a little Real Housewives of both Atlanta and Beverly Hills tea. 
and there's a crossover moment. Is it the Kenya Moore shit? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Not yet. My bad. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> there is I a just saw pattern. It. There's. A, I have a plan. I have a plan. I just saw it. Way. That's why it came because I literally just looked at it. Um. Okay. So, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am Lee from the D. Um. Oof. Constantly <laughs> awkward with saying her name. <laughs> yes, this is the running thing. I don't, I, I'm never prepared, but also I'm always tired by the time we get here. <laughs> fair, fair. I have late hours, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it like, so to, uh, to, to explain to people who listen to this, why I'm always perpetually awkward and never prepared to say my name. It'd be 11 30, 12 o'clock when we do this shit. My brain do not be working because I've been up since 6 a.m. with these children. Yeah. My brain don't be there all the time. <laughs> and honestly, this is where I feel like I'm in my prime, unfortunately. Now. Yeah, no. Nowadays, I feel like I'm in my prime at this point in the night. It is currently 11 57 p.m. and we just started. I yeah. <laughs> my brain don't be there. But granted, we've been talking like we've been doing a warm up essentially for like the last half hour. <laughs> I mean, even still, <laughs> I go to bed. Fuck what I care. Um. Okay. So, what's your name? <laughs> oh shit! I never did do that, huh? No, bitch. <laughs> you said you're talking about your daily schedule. I get up at six o'clock. The kids are in school by seven fifteen. I have oh, my breakfast. <laughs> I didn't even realize I didn't do it. All right. Um. So on Instagram, I'm Shay's Beauty Diary. And this is Reality Rewind, um, mm-hmm. the show where we talk about television. Yeah. So um, this week we are doing part two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. And I have a little bit of Real Housewives of Atlanta tea that also bleeds into Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Right. So the first thing I want to touch on is strictly Atlanta. Um, so did you see Simon? What Simon posted? What, what? Because he been posting a lot. Uh, okay. So for those of you who don't know, Simon is Portia's new fiance who yes. was married to Fallon and or Phelan yeah, <laughs> from um, this current, this season. Because they kept Real saying Housewives. her name is Fallon, but it looks like it should be Phelan. Phelan. So I'm 100% sure. That's what I'm like, Fallon and or Phelan. I think it's Fallon. It's, I mean, I it's at Fallon, some point, but it could be somebody Phelan. will say her name. Somebody who knows how to say her name will we'll say, say her name and will correct us. Because I don't, I don't trust that Portia really knows her name for real. Also, no shade. I went to high school with a girl named Fallon, and Fallon was a mess. And Fallon, this just kind of feeds into the idea that Fallons are messes. Um, okay, so this is what Simon posted, right? There's supposed to be this like expose that Fallon's having with this guy yeah, named Up and Adam. Down on YouTube or whatever. Next Thursday on YouTube. I don't remember right? what day it comes out, but yeah, it's like this whole sit down where she's gonna tell her side. Right, she's gonna tell her side. Also, his setup is really cute. Nonetheless, yeah, it's it's some Wayfair shit. Nonetheless, right. uh, Simon yeah, posts. He got the good furniture for. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, Price. You know, Wayfair try and gouge you on some shit. But anyway, um, Simon Post, the face of a cheating wife. And this was in response to this the clip so, of this expose. Yes. Hold on, girl. It's more. No, did you catch the other part of that? Uh, all of it? Hold on. Let me read all of it. The face of a cheating wife. Let's start with why, why I filed divorce. Let's start with who she cheated with and is currently pregnant for, not by, but pregnant for. Yeah. And living in a home that I paid for post-divorce. His Instagram handle is blank. I'm not going to give it away. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all want to find it, y'all can find it on the internet. Um, let's get started there. I that's, okay, God so that's what I was about to talk about. The picture that dude posted. So, Wait, that have you looked at the Instagram handle? Yeah. So the guy, the guy that she is supposedly pregnant by posted a photo of himself, of, of he posted a series of photos where he was out of the country. I don't remember exactly where he was, but he was outside of the U.S. And oh. the original caption said, it was like, this is my first time out of the country. Thank you to Simon and Fallon for making this happen to me. He has since edited the caption to take their names out of it. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. now it says, thank you to, it's like, I'm so glad this could happen or something like that. Like he has since edited the caption to, so it doesn't directly thank the two of them for taking him on this trip out of the country i want to say he's cute he's definitely yeah. cute yeah. and he and fallon at least aesthetically make sense together. make more sense than they do. her and simon than her and her daddy mm. her daddy that was her daddy that i was thought you were going to talk about portia and now the thing you know portia just had that whole big birthday party for him and I don't, she gave look him here. a watch, and it says something about your time starts now or something like that. This is my thing, and I'm going to stick to this as of right now. Well, not as of right now, but for right now. Portia has been the person who took her celebrity and did the fucking work. Yeah. And understood what, the wor- what her celebrity held and why her being arrested on camera was important because it drew more attention to it. Yes. On Portia's end of it, I'm not going to go there because it's already bad enough that all of that work this woman has done and put into has been absolved. You know what I mean? Because of like Bolo. Because of this foolishness. Yes. And not just this. Well, Bolo and this. I didn't bring this. You know what I mean? I didn't bring the party up to necessarily talk about Portia. But it's because... So this party was... I'm just real sensitive about her right now. Yeah. Like, I just feel like Portia yeah, deserves like, to be more protected than she is. I really want to know... Especially because the, she's doing the work. What is the contract given? Because this has Andy written all over it. All of this has Andy Cohen written all over it. This is given storyline because everybody in this season of... Atlanta it's not Andy Bride. anymore. Andy left Bravo. Did he? Andy left Bravo. He is the host. 
he might still be credited as a producer. Excuse me, a producer. But Andy Cohen is no longer a, a, a Andy Cohen is an employee of Bravo as opposed to being a head of Bravo. He said that a couple of times. This had to have happened in the last like I don't know two years, max three. Hmm. He still hosts, but that's all he's doing. I'm trying to. I'm looking now. He's still yeah. the executive producer of the Housewives shows, though. He's the executive producer of all of them. However, that's what I'm saying. That's why this. I is don't think he has. I don't think Andy is as involved in it as he once was. And that's not to defend Andy Cohen because Andy Cohen is unfortunately Andrew Cohen. Yeah. I'm going to put it there and I'm going to leave it there because can't burn bridges if you... <laughs> you can't burn the bridges that you haven't crossed yet, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, but... It, this is still this is still giving storyline, right? It's definitely giving storyline. It's definitely giving storyline. Yeah, this is this is very much giving storyline. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't know that I believe it. Especially also, to remember, Andy Cohen started doing stuff for ETV. I do know that. I do remember that, and I do remember that there was talk that he was leaving Bravo about four years ago. I do remember the talk, but as he's still executive producer, this is still very much given his hand is on this, right? So it's, but I brought that up because there was two things that happened, three things, two things that happened around this, right? Because the birthday party was two days ago? Yes. About like two days ago. So... On, I think it was the 25th. What day is this? Okay. Yeah, like the 25th, so about a week ago. Yeah. Or it was super recent. Like that. That's when Fallon had to be out the house. She had to be gone. <sighs> it was the 25th, the 28th, some shit like that, right? So on the same day that she had to be out the house is when Porsche did that whole interview about how she got his name tattooed on her neck and they're going to have these three different weddings and all this other shit. So here come Wendy Williams messy ass talking about... Can we also just be done with her too? Yeah, I'm over it. Talking about they're going to have a wedding in a hood or some ignorant ass shit like that. So then he posted a photo from his lanai because they're in the South and I just like to say lanai when I'm talking about Southern Homes. I love, <laughs> love, let me tell you, a lanai, I love it. some sweet tea, some bourbon, some cucumber sandwiches on a lanai, I'm, I, bury me, done. But he took a photo, and it's like, in this photo, you can see, like, the pool and kind of the view from, and he was like, and he tagged Portia and said, oh, this is some hut we in, right? Like, or some shit like that. Yeah. And then the next day was this birthday party shit, right? This is why all this shit seems set up to me. If it's, this is my thing about it. If it's real, it's real. 
I don't really give a fuck who Portia fucks. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care who Portia decides to marry. I don't care if Portia gets... I don't, I don't give a fuck about their relationship. But I'm having... My issue comes is like, if this isn't real, and if this is just for this TV show, I hate that Portia allowed her reputation and the work that she's done be overshadowed and soiled by this foolishness if it if it isn't yeah if it isn't real if, if it, it isn't, isn't real, real you did you did all that work trying to show us your growth and prove to us that you're trying to be better just to let it get overshadowed with this bullshit right yeah and they're gonna drag her all of next season all of it all of all it. the way through Can't and everything getting up her defenses Kenya's already there. Yeah, she's Kenya's already been there. Kenya and Marla. Also, Kenya, once again, Kenya just, Kenya needs to go. Like the show needs Kenya, let's be honest. The show needs Kenya. But I think what it is at this Kenya. point, I just need to block. Because there's two things with Kenya. And one thing irked me. The other, all both things irked the fuck out of me. Um, so speaking of Miss Mora Mora, I almost said something horrible. Um, speaking of Miss Mora Mora, who is from Detroit, um, <laughs> uh, so the first thing is bef- the first thing is, did you see her pride post? No, it was an artistic nude with a rainbow heart over her tit that said happy pride. And it was like, what does your titties have to do with pride? Oh my god! No, I didn't see that. And, and of I course, the gays that. were going up. It's like what? This, this, like this is about. Also, not only that. Did you see the photo of her where it's like my daughter's looking up to me? That shit. No, I stay Girl, away from Kenya more if I can. I have to block her because I can't see it. In, I I can't see it anymore. Everything that everything that Kenya posts about is through. Is meant to be consumed via her. So we're meant to consume this like happy pride media via her nudity, right? We're meant to consume, like even the image of her and her daughter, it's like, oh, look at mommy, mommy's gorgeous. And mommy has this fan blowing and the daughter's just standing there like, what the fuck? Like, anyway, that was the first thing. The second thing, so for those of you who have been keeping up with um, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this current season, Mm-hmm. But um, you will know that in the second episode, there was, an, um, well, before the second episode, at the reunion for season, I believe, 11, Garcelle oh, and 10. Kyle. It was the reunion 10. for season 10, because they're in season 11 now. Okay. Um, Garcelle, well, Garcelle and Kyle have had issues throughout season 10, and it yes. reached the peak at the reunion regarding um, Garcelle not paying on a charitable donation to what was it the um children's hospital i think so and garcelle it was a simple error it was a simple error garcelle said that she never got the information but she also doesn't take care of that she has people that does it they didn't exactly it was a miscommunication somewhere and that's exactly what she says said i didn't she exactly says i didn't get the information and the address that i had for it was not correct Right. And the minute that we found that out, we rectified it. 
Meanwhile, Garcelle and Kyle has been on also our television said that too. Kyle said the that she handled it immediately. Yeah, she said that after the fact, which yeah. irked the fuck out of me. That that was one of the things that irked the fuck out of me because come on now, like this woman has been on television for twenty five years. We grew up watching this woman in various roles between comedies, dramedies, and dramas. And and was a consistent, if not a main cast member in every goddamn role. Yeah. So Garcelle confronts Kyle and says, I'm just wondering if this would be an issue if it was one of the other white housewives. Yeah. And Garcelle, in no way, shape, form, or fashion, called Kyle a racist at all, but proceeded to go out of her way to explain when things like this happen. I need you to understand that this is what the perception the is. that you're putting in the world by saying these things. And not just the perception, but this is what we're and thinking. what you're reinforcing. Exactly. By and saying I will say type of thing. So you need to be careful about the way. And she said, yes. I don't think you meant it that way. I think exactly said she said you that. Were angry. And we weren't getting along, but I do have to question if and this that's was a white and girl. Would you have brought that up or would you have just said something different? And this is why I have been distant. And I will give, for the first time in this trash-ass woman's life, Kyle Richards more than a to-do. Because she's not only did she sit there, she listened, she understood, she and asked apologized. questions, and she apologized and engaged in conversation about it. Yes. And she, when she went into that confessional, she said, you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. And she said, and I, I had it, no perception of it like that. The thing you know is, what I did appreciate is not only did she say, I didn't think about it like that. She said, I never thought about it like that. Cause I don't have to. Boom. She sure did. She sure did. But she acknowledged and I, exactly why this was not something that crossed her mind when she said this, because it's not right. something that has to. Right. Now, if only no. Sutton would have done the same thing. Okay. Well, getting into the Kenya aspect, fuck Sutton. Um, and it's important to note that the only person that Ky uh, that uh, Kenya tagged in this was Kyle Richards. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, you know, she's from Detroit. She's big bad. Whatever. Um, I don't think Kyle Richards, Richards calling Garcelle out about not paying her donation was, has anything to do with color. It's not a black and white issue. It's a green issue. Let's not pull the race card every episode. They weren't cool at the time. Glad they talked it out, though. In no way, shape, or fashion, one, was your opinion needed. It was neither required nor desired. Let's but she only said answer. that because, you know, they just did that Housewives All-Stars vacation, whatever the fuck that shit was. And her fuck and Kyle off. are Not you, but her. Friend. Fuck off. Yeah, her and Kai are quote unquote friends now. Yeah, but they've been like kind of cool, but they didn't. Life, I thought they didn't like each other for a while. They didn't. None real of them talk, like Kenya because Kyle and Nini were closer. None of them like Kenya. That's the thing. None of no. them like Kenya. But the whole thing is like Kenya. No, you want the nice baby. So. You get in with the with the few OG housewives that's left. Fuck that bitch. So you I'm can stay in there. Fucking it more. Fucking yeah. it. 
fucking anymore. Fuck everything about this woman. Because Garcelle had an actual and real and true honest conversation. An honest and valid conversation that every single last one of us has been in in some way or shape or form or fashion. And for whatever reason, whether it was by the grace of God or Kyle got some fucking sense, it was a productive conversation. And it was, and this was shit, this is shit that don't happen for real, for real in real life. And to be able to witness this shit on camera, on camera is important. It's important to actually see that, okay, maybe there is a possibility of, but this it's picking and choosing. And it's important for white folks to see this example of shutting the fuck up. This is why I said the conversations around this season of Housewives are going to be interesting. Not so much because of what the Girardis are going through, but because this is... Well, this is... I mean, yes, Garcelle was on her last season, but not really, right? So this is the first season that Garcelle is on, going to be on the show in a real way. Yeah. Also, they have now added the Asian housewife. And, and Crystal Minkoff is not here to play. Promptly called Sutton now. She said, oh, you're one of those I don't see color girls. She, no, what she said was, oh, you don't see color? And she said it in such a way that Sutton didn't know how to respond to it. Please tell me you're one of those I don't see color girls. Right. <laughs> and it threw her the fuck off. It threw her the fuck off. After sure Sutton that's been her promptly shit. cut her off while she was talking about her experience. Exactly. To do nothing more than deny it. Yes. It's like yeah. you don't live this woman's life. Maybe you should shut the fuck up and listen, bitch. Yeah. I'm living. I, let me tell you. I am living for Crystal Minkoff. I do enjoy Miss Crystal Minkoff. I I, right. Like, I feel like I feel like she could be a really good time as a person. She'd be really like regimented about where we go. Like if we have a bunch of Oh, very, to to. very, very regimented. I don't know how she, I like that in a friend. I think that like, she's gonna have go. a real anxiety attack dealing with these women, but she is but she is. And I just I hope it's also I pray that Garcelle can keep it together. Because these bitches are going to try it. It's also interesting because she's so much younger than the rest of them. Yeah. Because she's She's only 35. Oh my gosh, she's my age. Yeah. God damn. (laughs) She's only 35 and they're all 50 plus. Maybe that's why I like her so much. Because it's like, oh, I get you. Right. Yeah, I get you. Paisan. Yeah. She's yeah. like, when, when they were at that dinner party, she's like, oh, I feel severely underdressed because I'm just in something really simple and basic. I'm <laughs> like, yep, you're comfortable. I want, them to stop comfortable. Saying, I want them to stop saying they're having barbecues. None of them know how not, to have That's barbecue. not a barbecue. Stop saying that shit. Stop Even Erica was like... Barbecue. That's not what this is. <laughs> Erica was like, yeah, none of these women know how to have a barbecue. And no. I'm just so happy that they ain't saying they had a cookout. Blessings. But getting back to Kenya, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her and yes yes this is this is a kenya hate train it's i do not like kenya because she does kenya does come up in the reunion of this season because this was right after brandy did celebrity apprentice and her and kenya were on there together and kenya and brandy glanville hate each other they hate each other 
hate. I remember. I remember. Well, I remember watching. Yes, she does. <laughs> Vivica is not here for Kenya Moore at all. She hates her too. <laughs> if Kenya is on the bill, Vivica will be at home. But the thing about, and this is why I say, although I understand that Housewives needs Kenya, Kenya doesn't need Housewives. Because if everybody you meet hates you, maybe it's time for therapy, honey. That's the thing. And also, if every too, though, woman she kind of needs. If every woman that you meet at least initially hates you, whether they stay hating you or not, they all initially hate you. Yeah. Maybe it's time to go to therapy. It's, do you remember I that meme? Real therapy. Um, oh, this got real bright. It did. Um, and it got blue now. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Do you remember that meme where it was talking about Mary J. Blige and it's like, Mary, you always sing about heartache and cheating on getting broken up when you're 50 years old. Like, at what point do you say, Mary, it's you, girl? Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's it, by Mary, it's you, it's not like you deserve this at all. But it's it has something to do with like being of a certain age and making the selection. And understanding that, that you do. maybe these are decisions that you're making that are leading that continuously lead you to this point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at with Kenya. And, and it's Kenya like, is smart I enough have, to pick and choose her words. And she 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 picks and chooses her words. The thing about it is, I have a friend, a good friend of mine, is friends with her. And while I've never been in the same space with her, I've never met her, I'm consistently told that she turns that on for TV. That's not who she is in real life. That's but because the villain thing works for her when it comes to reality TV, that's what she chooses to do. And but in this specific instance with this tweet about let's not pull the race card. Yeah. That's not turning it up for TV. But I you know what I mean. That I know she turns it up for TV, but this was a black respectability bullshit. But I put that this was towing the white ass line. Yeah, no, I've I've filed that in the same place as her saying she didn't understand that her costume was offensive. And she knew goddamn well it was. Right. Like, I put that... Because before she said it was offensive, didn't she say she was, like, part something? Yeah. First she tried... She pulled an Evelyn Lozada. She she pulled an Evelyn Lozada first. (laughs) And then when they questioned her a little too much, then she said how she'd been talking to people and understand why now it was offensive and blah, 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 and all that. She knew why. She knew why. Right. She knew like, why. The thing I keep saying, I was like, first of all, you're 50 years old. You're 50. Secondly, this is 2021. We have been saying for as long as I can remember breathing. Since at least the year 2000. That this shit is offensive. Yes. Just like we've been telling people for as long as I can remember, telling white people that you don't have to be in blackface to dress as your favorite black celebrity. We've been saying, we said this shit every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, Luann Delisep showed her ass up as Diana Ross in brown face. Yeah. We say this every Halloween. Every Halloween. Yes. 
everybody get on the internet saying, now whites, don't do this, this, and this. Yes. So you know, you're 50 years old. You're not about to tell me that same shit Kevin Hart pulls on. He didn't understand it was offensive to have a Cowboys and Indians party. Shut up. You're old. Wait, was this for his kid? Yeah. Okay. Now. That I felt a little like. I I am up to minds. I am up to minds on this one. And then we'll get into this show because clearly not a lot happened, which is why we're talking about all this other shit. Right. Filler. When it comes to the Cowboys and Indians kid party, wow, I understand that it is insensitive to get on a platform as large as Kevin Hart's and gleefully celebrate the massacre of a group of people, right? Fair. That is fair. That's fair understand i yeah that is fair respected i you know and i agree but on the same on the same hand i'm not laughing at the massacre of native americans i'm laughing because the first thing i thought was well what if his child had an amistad party and then i just started cracking up i just want to specify why i'm laughing i kind of i kind of i kind of knew where the train in your mind was going. So yeah. I that's why no, I, I mean, for it. the listeners, I don't want them to think no, that I, I thought that the massacre of Aboriginal Americans was funny. I was thinking about the Amistad. So yeah, I was thinking about the massacre of Black people. I'm in my own lane, okay? But then, <laughs> on the other side of that, on the other side of that, I think we need to acknowledge that playing Cowboys and Indians is a time-honored tradition among young people. While it's fucked up, it's just as fucked up as singing Ring Around the Rosie, right? It's fucked up as playing cops and robbers. It's as fucked up as playing cops and robbers. It's as fucked up as having your small kids playing house. All this shit is fucked up. So. It's all socializing. It Very much so. Again, if you're going to let your kids sing Ring Around the Rosie, you got to kind of chill out on the Cowboys and Indians, right? Because all of it's about massacre. All of it's about death. Well, no, ring around. Well, yeah, ring around the rosy is about. To it's play. dancing around graves. Yeah, it's about the. So, we're not gonna. It's the, it's about plague. dancing around mass graves because of the black plague. Like we're not gonna act like that's not what this song is about. Yeah. Wait, it's. I mean, it's all massacre and death, regardless of how it happened. So we do have to. While it is. It's fair, reasonable, and I expect and respect calling out fucked up traditions and you don't have to continue them just because they're traditions. Yeah. All the shit out. But I also understand yeah. how an ignorant ass nigga like Kevin Hart can think that a Cowboys and Indians party is fine because everybody plays Cowboys and Indians, right? <laughs> I mean, growing up, that was one of the... Okay, so... I have a little bit more leeway when it comes to like kids, right? Where mm-hmm. if a child's like, I want to have a Cowboys and Union party. Because you do, like, okay. the, and that's the other thing. Okay, whatever. Like, a lot of y'all that's mad but, aren't parents. Yeah. A lot of y'all that's Like, I wasn't mad about that. Because Just kids like, don't know shit about none of that. Like, I get upset about like gender reveals, like people that are like, uh, oh, gender reveals and gender baby, and how dare you? And for me personally, it is just another time for, because in my life, 
gender reveals have been all black events and it's a time for us to all get together like what sex reveals like just i don't know just let people like have fun now when you start setting off fireworks and burning shit down i got a problem with that now me myself as someone who did have a gender reveal not by my own volition i think i personally think the whole concept is stupid because i don't understand why we gotta have an unveiling of your child's genitals it's weird people just want to throw a party that's really but, what it is. See, the thing is, my gender, my gender reveal also was not separate from my baby shower. I don't get that either. Why is it I used not to think you that? used to do that at baby showers? I yeah, thought that was one of the baby the shower event. Why is it? I don't understand why it's not the same event. I don't understand why y'all do the most. Like, I swear to God, you used to go to baby showers and bet on the gender. Yeah. I wasn't going to find, well, with my oldest i wasn't going to find out until baby got here because i didn't really give a flying fuck right yeah. didn't care it wasn't gonna change what i bought shit i bought the same shit anyway it i did not care i know that's right so it, well you got these clothes so you better get used to it because it, it, i mean my kids wear black all the damn time. hello <laughs> okay it's simple they were black and neutral colors like my kids wear like they've always worn neutral colors like i that's just who i am and then i go back and forth between the boy and the girl section anyway yeah because i'm buying what i like i don't give a fuck like none of this shit means and also girl pants does it fit are you comfortable and and also girl pants blow because girl pants are like sausage casings and they're too fucking tight they fucking suck so it's (laughs) it's it's okay that's a whole nother thing but the only reason we had a gender reveal is because our parents wanted to know. It's the only reason we even had one. And all we did was cut a cake. Actually, they cut a cake. I set my ass down. <laughs> they cut oh, the to cake. see. They pulled the hit our mothers, cut this cake, they cut a slice of the cake, and if it was and it was pink. It was pink or blue. Yeah. I, I, I don't have an issue with people having gender reveals at I all. Don't, I mean, I just don't. I, I don't have an issue with, I mean, if you want to do it, you do your, do your thing. I don't really give a fuck. If it makes you happy, you live your Right. Life. But also understand that your child is the person who has to experience this life. And if the gender changes, the gender changes. The gender just does. Right. If you don't have a gender like, reveal, just understand gender may change. Y'all can't That's be the only thing I ask. to this child's sex organs. Like, y'all got to understand that this, this is a whole growing person who's going to grow into an identity. Right. And just accept that this is a part. Like some, a lot of people get so attached to my son or my daughter that they don't recognize the personhood of this child. My child, my baby. Right. right. But it's like also we just leave just leave niggas alone as long as they ain't burning nothing down. Yeah. Shit. See, I don't have an issue until y'all start setting off forest fires and blowing. That's the only up. problem I got. Like y'all want to shoot our fucking fireworks into the damn forest, and y'all want to set off CB. Did you see that shit with these motherfuckers set off CB four and blew up like three fucking houses? Like when y'all get to doing silly shit like that, that's when I have an issue. You niggas is building pipe bombs and shit. To, like this that's is where like, I have to draw the line. Like y'all doing the most. 
I was telling you niggas to quit frying y'all turkeys. Now you motherfuckers burning down the neighborhood to tell what to tell your baby got a dick or not. Like it's don't quit frying your turkeys. No, no, no. Look Stop up frying how to do it correctly. Stop the frying deck. the turkeys on the deck because y'all be fucking shit up. But Fry that shit on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk or in the in the in, in the, the driveway in the, in the garage. Pack. No, in not in the garage. That everybody has in the because <clears> they uncles be out there playing horseshoes. Go over there and do that. Bitch, that's what <laughs> I want to play horseshoes. I actually have a video game where you play horseshoes. Never mind. But I'm it's like man. when y'all get to blow when y'all get to blowing up neighborhoods and shit. This is where I have. That's it. where I draw the line. Like, if y'all want to pop a balloon or, I don't know, set off a bath bomb or do shit like that, have fun, have at it, it's a, have a blast. But you, you motherfuckers call it, cause a natural disaster. Havoc. To. Freaking ecological havoc. Like, this is, are you insane? Like, y'all are killing ecosystems to yeah. tell us what type of genitalia. That you having a little boy. This shit is wild. Y'all gotta chill. Like, y'all have to relax. Well, speaking of kids, this is a perfect time to segue right into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of it in this siller, siller, <laughs> this season is filler. Siller. Season filler. Um, so most of the episodes leading after episode five just kind of focus on the wives and their relationship with their children and of course mm-hmm. their interpersonal cattiness that doesn't really reach ahead until the card party so we're just going to talk about the kids and we're going to dive into the card party and then we're going to dive into Amsterdam um so Let's start with Lisa, because I feel like Lisa's relationship with her son, Max, is the most. It made me slightly uncomfortable. So Max is adopted, and um, Max is now an actual adult male who has questions about his past, his genealogy, um, things that he has a right to know. And he has begun the process of just searching the last name, not necessarily looking for his parents, but just searching the last name to see. Now, we should preface this by saying Max has always known he was adopted. That has never been a secret. No, it's never been a secret. Um, And Lisa was very forthcoming, even though she didn't want to be. But it was that reluctance that made me really uncomfortable. And even the conversation with her daughter, Pandora, when they were setting up the Lisa Vanderpump Sangria, which they sell here in Eastern Market. And I almost thought about love um, for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, that made me slightly uncomfortable. I can't. I feel like they both were in this very like defensive position, which was this wasn't a situation about you. So this actually had literally nothing to do with you other than you being the keeper of the information. So I get. I get that standpoint, and I also understand that standpoint coming from somebody who, and this is no shade, so please don't take it no kind of way. I understand taking that stance from someone who was raised with both of your parents, both of your biological parents, right? Yeah. Now, as you know, and anybody who's listened to our, any, any, and listened to our other podcasts or this one, you know, I recently came into contact with my biological father. 
right? right. Having never known him until this point. When the initial contact was made, I did talk to my mother about it and she got very defensive about it. Not, but it wasn't from a place of how could you do this to me? It was, yeah. from, it was from a place of protection, right? Because you were the, the parent in the situation. This is why I can see where Lisa's coming from. Mm-hmm. And even to as an offshoot, I can even see where Pandora is coming from because she's older. She's so much older than Max. So she was aware, right? They're coming from a place where it's like, we know what it was like before you can remember. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's a level of protection because you don't want to see your child get hurt. That's fair. You don't want a repeat of the actions that got us to this point. And although I'm not a child of adoption, I am a child that grew up not knowing one of my biological parents. So there is a level of rejection that comes with that. And it's like, even though for some people it's, very very intense like a Kenya Moore where it like becomes like very all-consuming there's people like me where it's like not something I really thought about Mm -hmm. but then when you start digging into this shit all that shit that you never paid attention to starts to come up right yeah and so it's like now you're trying to deal with all those emotions and the parent in the situation is like I knew this was going to happen this is what I was trying to protect you from. I get that. I but get that. I also appreciate that she, I don't feel like she projected those feelings onto him. She talked, she to, didn't. Pandora, she talked to Pandora about it and they had their moments. And I feel like she made him aware of how she was feeling, but she didn't project it on him in a way that guilted him into stopping doing what he was doing for me it has more so to do with her pattern with the other ladies and saying how could you do this to me you know what i mean and this falls right into um into her mo of how she interacts when she's hurt yeah i because she spends a whole season, she spent the whole season with, she spends this season saying that to Brandy the entire time. No, I get that. And I can see that in every other situation. I just don't 100% agree in this one. I get that. No, I but understand it's because that. of my vantage point watching yeah. this, not just as a parent, but also as someone that's currently in the middle of this, you know? Yeah. I think mean, for me, it was just this because it, the, beginning of the season when brandy comes around um it's how could you do this to me and with her and her trying to repair her relationship with kyle it mm-hmm. was the same thing it's and for no me it was just another time that she says this. People. it's yeah. very much like look at what y'all have done to me and everything is very lisa centric yeah and so, no, i, I would have thought in this that. one moment that that would not have been a response she would have had you know the thing about being a parent 
especially being a protective parent, a lot of times those protective actions can be perceived as selfish. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, while you know you're doing this because of the information that you have and you're trying to protect your child from X, Y, Z, outside looking in, it looks like you're trying to stop them from doing this because you don't want to deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could, I get it. I understand it, but it's just, I just had a different, different take on, on this right here just because of where I'm coming from. Yeah. Um, but she actually does give Max the information. He begins mm-hmm. the search to kind of fill in the blanks that he's been wanting to fill in, which I feel like have been, been has been for quite some time, um, which for him, I'm sure that's a hard conversation even trying to approach your mom and your mom and dad with like, I want to find my mother and father or even begin the process of like just trying to fill in. The ideas. I also don't think. I also think he needed to before he even approached it. He needed to understand if he wanted to know these people or just wanted to know who they were. Yeah, and I think he was still trying to figure that out. He's like, I just want to find out. Like he's like, I don't meeting them. I just want to know kind of their story. Yeah, he might not ever wanted to to meet them at all yeah i am glad that 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 was worked out in a way that was beneficial for both parties yeah um so kyle's daughter real quick kyle's second oldest daughter i think i think so her second oldest daughter is going to college boohoo she's crying usual mom shit boom yeah because she's going um, to arizona and she's telling her daughter like and the thing is it's like while I do think that Kyle spoils her kids too much, I do also agree, and I wish more parents would say, like, you don't have to stay there if you're unhappy. We can find a school closer to home. Do you don't have, because a lot of parents say, oh, if you go to the school, you got to stay until you graduate because it's too expensive to transfer. And it's really not. And it's like, why force them to stay in a place where they're miserable? Because you never know if you're going to like something until you get there. Yeah especially at 18 19 years old like that's not like we expect too much out of 18 year olds we really do we really do their brains literally not fully developed yet and you're expecting to make a whole lot of adult decisions where yesterday they couldn't yeah we expect a lot out of 18 year olds and it's also like i am glad that she told her daughter you you don't have to stay there if you hate it you yeah. can come back home. We can figure something else out. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I wish that she would have said in that conversation was instead of like, you can come home, it's instead of giving her a full place to run and not necessarily have to, because unfortunately in this world, when you're 18, you're an adult and you have to, you know? Yeah. Um, more so you can come hide out here and we'll figure it out. Yeah. You know I mean, something along more along the lines of instead of running away of please, we'll figure it out. But I mean, Kyle is say Kyle's you can out. come home. It wasn't like we can regroup, you know? 
Oh, that's after the car party. Okay. Um, we got to hurry up. We got to get to the car party because I forgot about the gay party. So it's the car party, the gay party yesterday. Yes. Ah! Okay. Um, so that was Kyle. Uh, Yolanda's still dealing with Bella um, and her DUI. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed the conversation that they had where they both, where Bella knew she fucked up. And yeah. Yolanda in Yolanda's home let her know she fucked up, but there was just this kind of reassurance between the two of them that it's going to be okay. And I think Yolanda is starting to at least somewhat realize that, like, my daughter's young and she's going to do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's what happens when you're young, speaking of being 18. Um, and Bella realized, like, okay, I can't be completely fucked up. <laughs> like, I, I got to be smart about my shit. All right, card party. <laughs> mm. You bitch. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, um, okay, so card party. Who rolled with Kyle there? It wasn't Eileen. Oh, it was Brandy. So, yeah. Kyle goes to pick up Brandy, and Brandy's obviously started the party, right? So Brandy rolls out the house with three bottles of wine. She's like, well, there's one for us and two for Eileen, because they're going to Eileen's house for yeah. her, uh, for this card party. Eileen and her husband are throwing a poker party. The poker party is. And it was nice to see Brandy and Kyle, like, hanging out and enjoying each other. Um, despite, on the other hand... <laughs> Lisa Renna picks up Kim. Which I didn't understand. Like, I. This was hilarious because Kim, bitch, Kim, complete 180. It was 180. Never understood. Even up until the last season Kim was on. And then, I mean, he'll even... With the bunny. Yeah, with the bunny. And even still, kind of now, like, I've never understood this weird vitriol she's had for Lisa Renner. I never got it. Well, it, I think it's. I know what they keep saying it stems from, but it has never made sense to me. Well, it makes sense to her, and she tried to... Make it make sense to Lisa Renner. She told her she was a bitch and she told her she was disgusting and she said she was disgusted by her. So she told yeah. her. And it's like. They were in the car. They were in that fucking car riding to Eileen's house. And it for was an hour. Pleasant, and it was a pleasant conversation at first. And something happened with Kim. She said she took a, a pain. She does. She doesn't know what it was. It was a pain. That pill, pill kicked in because you could. You saw her. Her you whole her shit. Shit. You saw it. She let Lisa have it, and you know what? I don't even think Lisa knew what the fuck was going on at first. Lisa didn't, and she handled. I think she handled it well because in those kinds of situations, um, okay, being a bartender, you learn to. You learn you have to establish a level of control, but you also learn you have to not escalate the situation. Yeah. You have to speak directly. You have to make things clear. Um, Sometimes there's a little bit of a compromise of like, well, I got to go pee. Okay. Well, I'll be right here waiting for you. You know? Um, And Lisa handled that situation very well. 
Cause I'd be damned if you start looking at me talking about you disgusting bitch. She would have got cussed the clear ass. Yeah. Fuck out. The clear ass fuck out. Her feelings destroyed. Yeah. Like dismantle. I would have dismantled her entire character. That shit was hilarious. It was so funny. And I forgot it happened. I'm sitting here just minding my business. Like, did she just call her a, a fucking bitch? I don't know what I was too. I was sitting and I was, you know, I was watching, but I think I was sweeping the floor or something. I was like, wait. And a I was like, wait, did she just what, what did this Lisa do? I was, I thought I missed something. I was so confused. No, Lisa was just sitting there. She's like, you're a fucking bitch. And Lisa's just like. I can be some days, yeah. Because I don't even think, like I said, she didn't even realize that Kim was like serious. She thought they were joking. Like, she thought they were joking, and she kept, she was playing into it, and then she realized it's like, like oh, she's oh, not wait, playing. This is like real. Like she's she means really this. saying these things to me. Like it was. She means this shit wholeheartedly. Like she does not give a fuck about me. Okay. So they roll up to the car party. Um, poker table set up. Eileen's husband is the dealer for the night. He's trying to teach the women how to play Texas Hold'em and none of them get it. So he's like, okay, well, you all can just keep your cards face up so I can declare a winner. (laughs) Did you notice that? I was like, oh, he put the idiot wheels on on y'all for real, for real. I think the only one that understood how to play. I I feel like Brandy actually played yeah. Some form of poker. So she Brandy and of course Eileen, because they play poker all the time. But yeah. I think Brandy's the only one that actually understood. But I also now mind you, I have up until this point, I've never really cared about Brandy, but I was always a little sympathetic towards her. Yeah. This season killed all that for me. It didn't for me. And maybe it's a biased dislike for certain people in the show. Oh, um, no, I still don't like those people, but I also was like, eh. And it was this card party that did it. It started, with her, calling, it started with her calling them stupid. And I was just like, this is very unnecessary. And you're trying to oh, force yeah, a problem. Yeah, so Brandy starts calling them stupid because they couldn't understand. to cause an issue, right? Also, too, I'm going to say this, too. I what I Kyle plays dumb a lot and Brandy calls her on it. She does, but they all play dumb. They all play innocent. That's what I don't. I don't like that they're playing dumb. Like if you don't understand something, say you don't understand it. Don't give me the bimbo response. Yeah, they all do that though. Brandy does that shit when she acts like she don't understand why what she just did was fucked up. That's also true too, yeah. They all do that. So that's not, that's kind of whatever. But then as we go through and then Kyle and Kim start to have their back. Bitch, when Kyle and Kim start having words across the poker table. Yeah. You were never there for me. And everybody's just like. They, and they always do this. And it always freaks me out. Because I'm always like. I got two two aces. Anybody else got two? I got two aces. (laughs) When Brandy inserted herself into this, yeah, that was very much where I was just like, mm. for two reasons. 
one, I feel like if you're really calling yourself this person's friend, you don't get in between her and her sister. I could get that, yeah. What you can do for your friend is try to help remove her from the situation before it goes to a different level. But you don't jump in trying to fight her sister because they're having words. Yeah, when Brandy was... So um, Kyle and Kim have words. Brandy is calling everybody stupid throughout all of this. Mm -hmm. Kim and Brandy... Well, Brandy gets Kim together and it's like, we should leave. It's like, you should go. Um, which which was correct to do. That was Brandy started physically blocking Kyle, which Kyle, no shade, Kyle came in hot. And that was that would have just escalated the situation even further. But Brandy physically blocking Kyle was the issue. If if Brandy Kyle wouldn't have Kyle wouldn't have went for it, but if Brandy had approached it with, look, I got her, I'm gonna get her home. It's probably best you don't talk to her today. Yeah. Talk to her tomorrow. I mean, granted, Kyle still would have been yelling, why are you trying to come to me and my sister? She would have. It would have been that regardless. And the thing is, it wasn't the physical blocking wasn't really what did it for me. What did it for me is when she, you're not never there for her. And I know how much you've been there for her, which is zero and and all that. That's what did it for me. Because this is the other reason why I, I said that this was the turning point for my opinion of Brandy. Granted, we understand editing and how editing works. We get all of that. But I'm just talking about what I saw on this show. Because you've only known these people for a year. Max, too. At this point. Yeah. You didn't even like this woman last year because last year you said they was bullying you. They took your crutches and they hit them, bitch. They hid your crutches. So <laughs> At another game night. On good terms with this with this woman for maximum four months. Yeah. Right? Because you said through the summer. That's a three-month stretch. That's in between the seasons. Yeah, right. You're making these grand proclamations about the relationship of these sisters based on your three months of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given that I know Brandy watched the show before she got on the show. Yeah. So you saw the shit that they've gone through over the, because every year it's something between them two. Yeah, and, and every year both of them are in the wrong. Every year both of them are wrong. Yeah. Every but every year it's something. And you've listened to all these people who have known them much longer say you should stay out of that. You don't know yep. what we got going on. That they are a mess. So I think. If this was genuinely your friend, you would have taken yourself right the fuck out that situation and just suggested that they separate. But this isn't about her being your friend. This is about you 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 leeching on to someone yep. because nobody else was doing it for you. Because you did it with Lisa the year before 
And when, because the season before was with Carlton and um, Josephine were on, I believe. Yeah, they only lasted one season. Or was oh no, it they're later. You talking about the witch? Yeah, that wasn't the season before this one. No, I think she's later. Her and oh the no, one the like, season oh, before this one. The season before this one that looked like she, Psycho Gecko. The season before this is when she wanted to tell everybody about Adrian's um, surrogate, which was not her place. But it's like no, but they were trying her though. No shade, because they gave her hella high water. They really gave her hella high water. They did, but that's and I also like as as a person who. As a person who like back when I feel like I am back against, no, and it takes I didn't a lot. Say, I'm not saying she was wrong, but when I mean no shade, it was wrong, but I understood why. Yeah, no, I yeah, I don't care about that because they, you know, they they all did fucked up shit. But it's like, yeah, we've watched her do this because at first she came on as Adrian's friend. And then she wasn't. And then she's super attached to Lisa and Ken. But then Lisa used her to launch Vanderpump Rules, so now she wasn't. And then, and now it's like she's latching on to Kim because she ain't got nobody else. Yeah. But it's well, like- Well, no, she, she was repairing. She was repairing her relationship with Kyle, remember? She was, but the thing is, when she latches on to somebody, she makes a point that nobody else can get close. Okay. And she couldn't do that with Kyle, which is then why it shifted to Kim. Yeah, and that, honestly, in that Kim situation, that would have been the perfect moment for Brandy and Kyle to have a conversation of, hey, look, she's not responding to you. So I will take care of this and yeah. I will call you and let you know she got home safe. Yeah. And I, I don't know. There's a large part of me that would have expected just because I've had these kinds of situations happen in real life mm-hmm. where two people that may have issues have to come together and be like, hey, so this is it. And we'll make sure he gets home. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and all that beef speaks- and all that shit gets set aside right in the mix of that moment. But like, this okay. also speaks to Kyle's narcissism. Because boom, this is your sister. So you know how she reacts to things. So for you to sit and keep trying to make this moment about you. You to or continue to argue in this woman's house with her, like you know something's wrong. You, you know, know something's, something's not wrong. Right, yet you're continuously trying to make this moment about you. Yeah, and instead of getting her the fuck out of there, knowing that she has an issue issue with substance abuse, mm-hmm. and getting because you are constantly embarrassed of her, getting her the fuck off camera. You made it about you. You made it about you and your feelings. Yes. Yeah. And then go to everybody. I'm so embarrassed. Like you could have, you could have helped to. You could have stopped this because you could have not engaged it. You could have taken her home, but then you then go to everybody else to then get them to sympathize with you. Just oh my wow. god! Wow, while 
making Brandy the villain in a, in a way that she wasn't. There was only, it was only a little bit of a way that she wasn't because she knew to get, no. she said Kim wasn't no, no, no. right. In the way that her. Kyle was trying to make her the villain, that isn't even where she was the villain. Not in the way that Kyle was speaking about it. Oh, okay, I get you. It, not that she wasn't, just not in that way. Yeah. But then it's like, so now you have not only created a situation that you didn't have, because Kyle created that situation. Kim created it. Kim, Kim, Kim lit the embers. Kim Kyle fanned the, the situation. Flames. Kyle created the situation because Kim was throwing jazz. But see, you knew right away because you said early, she wasn't right. Yeah. Therefore, knowing she wasn't right, why engage it? And you know what? Also, too, remember, because Brandy said part of her issue with Kyle was in that Kyle-Kim relationship was Kim was calling Brandy. Yeah. And Kim would be fucked up. And Brandy would call Kyle. And Kyle said she wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. So you would think since Kyle really wanted nothing to do with it, in that moment when that shit was actually happening, Kyle would have made sure that Kim was gone or Kyle would have packed her bags and got out. Exactly. And considering that they were in somebody's house, I would assume the former instead of the latter. Even if it was just removing yourself from the table for a while, even if or leaving, just leaving, or just leaving instead of she's grown, she came with Lisa Renna. Instead of trying to create this scene, yeah, like Lisa told you the minute they got into the house that something was something was wrong. She told you you could have stopped this then. Yeah, but no, you, you want to create a scene. Have a night. She said something isn't right. Yep. And you ignored it. You ignored it. And it escalated. And now you want to say, here, I'm so embarrassed. And then you want to go to everybody else crying, making not only Kim the villain, but Brandy the villain, and you the victim. While simultaneously yelling at Lisa how this isn't about you. And honestly, it's not about you either, Kyle. No shade, but she no shade, but she's done that with Garcelle. Yeah. I don't know why she doesn't like me. And instead of saying, like, hey, what did I do? What like, did what's I the do? issue? Did I do something to you? Right. Like taking some level of ownership of like, hey, maybe there's a possibility that and also with so that whole I don't know why she doesn't like me like Garcelle didn't tell you what her issue was because Garcelle told everybody but anyway back to this season but that's <laughs> it's a pattern though you know yeah. what I mean that's the only reason why I brought it up because it's a pattern where yeah. it's like oh well they and the same thing with Lisa Vanderpump and amongst at least the collective of these women it's always oh well they and actually they all do it why they did they do, do this to me they all do it None of them take any level of ownership. The this only one that kind of does is Lisa. And it's so awkward. And what, Lisa slightly, Yeah, slightly aggressive. She's like, so, that's just it. This I think I did me, something to upset you and I don't know why. And I just can't take it seriously. Maybe look at her different too. Same, same. And we'll get into, let's actually get into that. Because um, we got to get to Amsterdam. So, oh, I think we're gonna be talking about two different things. Are you talking about the gay party? No, I was talking about the jewelry party. It happened at both. 
we still talking about two different things. Okay. <laughs> the jewelry party that she had, it did nothing happened. Nothing really happened at the jewelry party of any consequence. But I did notice one of her guests, Denise Richards, was at this party. <gasps> I did too. <laughs> Now, didn't she go through this whole thing? Talking yes, about she how did. She don't know her that way. Well, yes, she did. Not really. She friendly. sure did. Like, yes, she did. Yes, she this did. Was six years ago, and she's yes, she at did. your party. Yes, she did. And y'all having a whole conversation, exchanging jewelry tips and everything else. And why is she there if you don't know her that well? And I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure the only reason why Denise Richard not only even being a friend. But not only showed up to that party, but signed off and consented on her image to be shown on television was for you. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't like she joined the show next season. It was years later. It before was years later. And then to say, oh, well, I know Garcelle better than Denise. Garcelle wasn't at that party, but Denise was. Garcelle was not. And Garcelle's like, that's not what Denise told me. Right. And mind you, all of you were 90s actresses. All of you were the hot girls in the 90s. All y'all were on the soap operas because Denise Richards was on the soap operas too. She came on later, didn't she? Or did she go back? she was later, but still. All y'all running around, y'all on the soap operas, y'all all all know the same people. Y'all all all know the same people. And I'm sure Charlie Sheen Nicholas Sheridan hates both of (laughs) y'all. Nicholas Sheridan hates Everyone. Everyone. She really does. She hates everyone. Everyone. Remember when she got kicked off Jasper Housewives? Yes, because she hates Terry Hatcher. Hates Ava Longoria. And now, Felicity Hoffman. They all seemingly hate Terry Hatcher. <laughs> but they don't talk about it, though. Eva Longoria kind of did recently. Did she? Yeah, and then the the uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the actor who played Carlos. Oh, his fine ass. Carlos when was Felicity fine. Huffman played guilty. He went on Twitter and because you know she played guilty and got her light ass slap on the wrist sentence. He yeah. goes on Twitter and he says, Of course, this that same white privilege. That's oh, I did see that. I, I remember like, oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, let's also not, not forget that Felicity Huffman played a trans woman in a, uh, an Oscar-nominated movie. It might have been a winning movie, I did but not nonetheless. Know about this. I had yeah. no idea about this. She played, yeah, it was. Uh, anyway. I know Felicity Huffman from two things. Desperate Housewives and Frasier. That's all I know her from. She was on Frasier? She was. Not for very long. But yeah, she was on Frasier for a little while. Huh. Never That's knew. all I know her from. <laughs> I don't know her from okay. shirts. <laughs> no, I never knew. Yeah, it was in... Matter of fact, when the season that Rise had quit the station to go work at the other station, it was because of her. Oh. Yeah. Bitch, you watch too much Frasier. I just watched the season. I just watched. I the swear series. to God, bitch. I literally start, just watched the series. <laughs> if you talk to me about Spin City or Just Shoot Me, bitch, I'm hanging up on you. I've never watched either of those shows. Okay, you like breaking out a '90s sitcom. It's like you are an old white man. 
Would you like your coffee and some dry toast? The funny thing about I started watching Frasier because I was watching Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, because I love Mary Tyler Moore. When it went from there to Frasier, so I started watching Frasier. No shade. I started watching I Love Lucy, and I was like, this shit. Like I love Lucy. Love it. I was watching Taxi the other day though. Okay. I know we just ran through the whole Nick and Night lineup. Because um, <laughs> it's all on Paramount Plus. So I just be seeing all these shows. <laughs> so um my what I was talking about was because she did this at the party is at both parties, at her jewelry party, as well as so Kyle decides she wants to have a gay mixer and try and, and hook her gaze up because awesome. that's how gays work. Awesome. I hate that Pokemon bullshit they try and pull. I'm about to say, let's pull over right here. The gay We are not a culture like, mom. We are living, breathing. They are beings. not accessories. They're not a handbag. They're not no. a... Y'all got to stop acting like y'all running gay boy meals. Because every... Gays, gay boys have shit. to stop being allowing themselves yes. to treat it this fucking way. Yes. You are a whole ass living, breathing human being with multiple fucking layers to you. You have yes. ups, you have downs, you have highs and lows, you have moments of 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 great success, you have moments of immense fucking depression. You are a living fucking human being. And don't you ever, especially a woman who classifies herself as being a fucking feminist, because yeah. how does, don't you ever let, especially a feminist, treat you as if you were a coutrement, a sauce, a, a, a potted plant, a, mm. a, a part of the decor. You are a person. You the are not a Pokemon. One, we are not meant to be fucking collected. The only one I've ever seen called out about this was when they called Nini out for her, this girls and gays bullshit she did. And they, but they all do it though. That's the thing. They are and that kind of made me mad too. Every she was like, why are we calling Nini out for this when every last one of y'all do it? Every single housewife does it. Every franchise, somebody on every franchise has done this. Like y'all gotta stop this shit. And just like don't y'all, and then y'all go hop y'all ass on these pride parades. Like y'all look at these people as people instead of just handbags that are exchanged from one to the next. Y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop doing this shit. Like we're not your comic fucking relief, especially Mm -hmm. not for fucking free. And the thing gay boys are not your comic relief for fucking free. And it's not your gay best friend or your gay shopping, but like it's just your friend. That's it. That's it. Just they're they're people. My God, damn y'all! Of are no consequence. But this is how you know that they don't have gay friends; they have gay employees. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because Lisa Vanderpump is on the payroll for all the shit that Lisa Vanderpump does. Except for Lance Bass. That she does. But she has gay friends. No, she doesn't. She has actual gay friends. Like she knows gay people in real life that don't work for her. Like like Lance Lance Bass. Bass. (laughs) Tracy So funny. (laughs) I was like, why the fuck is Lance Bass here? Because they're like best friends. It's so funny. He just posted a picture with her like two days ago. They're like best friends. It is so Girl, hilarious. you and your insect. Why is everything? Why does everything always go back to insect? <laughs> because what else is there in life? <laughs> this is like 
it's not even six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's like two degrees of sync. It also doesn't help that as I sit here and record, like, because I'm I'm sitting here and I'm recording this, right here off camera are sync puppets. I wouldn't doubt it. So it doesn't, I mean, if I could turn it and you could see it, they're right here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, they're always in my line of sight anyway. <laughs> Well, Kyle decides to have a gay mixer. Unfortunately, Lance Bass was unavailable. Thankfully, Lance Bass was unavailable. I likes her. I don't think he likes her. I, I don't think he does either. <laughs> no shit. He's never around if she's there. I don't think he likes her. Except for Lisa's birthday party. He's never around if she's there. I don't think he likes her. No. No. And I, I feel like Lance and Lisa's party, Anytime you caught him in the background where she was, he would always be making a face. I really don't think he likes her. <laughs> I feel like Lisa and Lance's relationship is this kind of, it's it's uh, like a mother-son paternal relationship, right? Yeah. His relationship with Kyle would just be... She's my friend's friend. No. We occupied the same space. She's my friend's friend. No, because you don't even get that. It's like, oh yeah, her, yeah, we're in the same space. She we're just breathing be the same air. She's the she's the bitch that be around sometimes. I don't know. She drink water. I don't know. <laughs> be here. I don't know. Bitch be here and be loud. Right. I don't stay too late because that's when she starts showing out. That's it. <laughs> So Kyle's out here like Ash Ketchum out here trying to collect them all at this goddamn gay bullshit ass fucking mixer. And thankfully enough, Kim Kim rolls through and uh, Kim has also invited Brandy. Yeah. Uh, Kyle also invited Brandy, which we see the clip of that. And Brandy's like, you're not wanting, Kyle's like, you're not wanting here. Brandy's like, uh, I was here for the planning you invited me. Yeah, like you invited <laughs> me to this. And they come and fuck up the fun. So thankfully enough, they did uh, come Charizard to got to fly away. <laughs> they came <laughs> right in. They came on a mission to fuck up the party. <laughs> they came to fuck up the party. Um, yes. So Kyle and Kim have it out. And um, Kim tells Kyle, you're never there for me. And Kyle says, fuck you. And Kyle tells very Brandy, aggressively and then turns and walks away. And it was right. she was walking very hunched over. So it was a very awkward way to look. Like, <laughs> and that it was just very <laughs> awkward. And then she goes over and apologizes. Wait, did you catch though? Did you catch? So before Kyle says fuck you and walks away, Kyle looks at Brandy because Brandy's over there. Um I guess trying to help. I don't know what Brandy was trying to do. Brandy was just... trying to fuck up some shit. That's what <laughs> she was trying to do. In the words of Portia, I'm just trying to have a little fun. <laughs> it's your moment, girl. Have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brandy, uh, after Kyle tells Brandy to go away, Brandy says, fine, I'll fine i'll leave nobody likes you no what is it fine i'll leave just like your husband it was something about her husband and i screamed and i'm just like why are you so i, I can't say like why are you so worried about what mauricio be doing like you swear she because she like nobody likes you not even your husband that's, why that's he, what it was doing. it's like you so worried about where mauricio be putting his dick let him live <laughs> she you know what don't know shay she don't give a fuck about mauricio she just want to make sure that kyle hurts and I, I, I unfortunately understand that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, you said that to really like 
to really like step on this bitch's neck. Like right, she wanted to don't... gut punch that hoe in the midst of her having a breakdown. But it's just like to me, like, good job. Like that, it's like this how you like you're not witty. No, it's not about being witty. It's about hurting somebody that didn't involve somebody who wasn't even in the room. Mm, it's not about that. It's about hurting them. It's like about being very yeah. But you can like, you can hurt oh, somebody okay. and still be witty about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's why your husband don't even like you. That's why the tabloids say he's cheating on you. Good night. <laughs> the, the tabloids that I still, I'm not convinced that Lisa did not tell her to bring to Cabo. Also, not convinced that Brandy didn't gleefully do it. Uh, I'm just going to give a yes on both accounts. Okay. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, after all of this, Yolanda. And all of her great wisdom decides to not only invite the women into her, their home, into her home, where Lisa Renner decides that it's okay to stand in her fridge. To stand in also, her refrigerator. When she did that, I said, who the fuck raised I'm you? So bad, Why did you put your ass did she in just stand in her refrigerator? Like, Bitch. are you dumb? <laughs> it's like, is she standing in her fridge? Like, who raised you, bitch? Like, don't, you done came and brought your ass and stood in my okay. damn refrigerator. Like, Listener, this is okay. Do me a favor. Look up Yolanda's fridge. It is. Oh, I do. All gorgeous. The time. I it do is all the time. Gorgeous. I, I, I literally beautiful. just did it two days ago. I look up her refrigerator all the time. And you can't even call it a refrigerator. It's more like a refrigerated cabinet. I also looked up how much it cost. Oh, I know it's a pretty fucking penny. $11,000. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's but custom built for that house. That is, it is. Gorgeous. It's built into the house. Like she couldn't even take yes. that with her. It's built into the house. No, it looks like it's built into the house. And now she just sold the house so she don't have the refrigerator no more. Damn it, Yolanda. After they got divorced, they sold the house. I, oh, that kind of makes sense too though because it's just her at that point Anwar's old or all the kids are grown all the kids are grown and he's married to Catherine McPhee now we're not going there the little girl from American Idol I know who she is we're not going there I couldn't remember for a second I had to make sure I was saying the right name but yeah that's who he and they just had a baby <laughs> Did she have to add water or mix? Shut okay. up. Shut up. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Mm -mm. Um, he yeah, is first time I saw that 97 picture. years old. Though. It's just like, what? Oh. The first time I saw that picture, I was like, this is a child I've never seen. I was like, oh, that's Captain. Oh, oh. I was confused too. I said, wait. Damn. Is this his? And then they said, and I was like, how do they know each other? And then I realized that it was because of that damn show that I never watched. What show? They, I don't, that fucking TV show I never watched. It was Glee? one of the musical TV shows that used to come on and I don't, don't come on no more. I don't know. Nashville? Burlesque? I don't know. One of them shits. I, I never watched the shit. I don't know. Burlesque was the movie with Cher and Christina Aguilera. Whatever. I don't know. I just know I never watched the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just start with him. I don't know, Wicked, uh, Moulin Rouge. It could have been Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know. The little shit that I never watched, goddamn it. <laughs> uh -uh. um, 
Okay, so Yolanda invites the women into her home, which is all is always a bad idea. And Where Brandy said, I really hit on Babyface repeatedly, like his wife wasn't right there. I didn't think she was hitting on him. No, she was. She was hitting on him. It was a subtle hitting on him, but she was hitting on him. I, okay, I didn't think she was, this is why I didn't think she was hitting on him, right? I didn't think she was hitting on him because he is the one person in the room that she hasn't had an issue with. Yeah, no. You know this what I mean? It was just like, oh, you're friendly and you're cool. Like, okay, here's a safe space where we can just like talk and have some fun. This came but out I didn't think Kathy that, like, and Jim. Okay. I wasn't getting that. It, I was getting but, Kathy and Jim. Um, David said, David's like, he's married. His yeah. wife's right there, which because of my perception it was like okay baby face is just being kind and she's just like okay this is somebody that i not i'm not going to argue with i'm not going to have a fucked up ass conversation with no but then I, that actually kind of made me mad like, it's like she's just enjoying herself and having a conversation with baby but then she also says that she's gonna listen <laughs> finger banging it's like i know and then it's Damn it. I got too excited. Then it's going to be the whole song about finger banging. I got too excited to hit the mute button. <laughs> this shit was so stupid. I was like, this is great. This is real talent. It's like, it, yes. Yes, th- that. But also, at some point, Brandy, you're too damn old to still be a, like, you, she acts like a high school kid. She thinks it's 2005 and shock and awe is still the thing. Yeah, and it's not. Um, I will say this. I mean, maybe she wasn't hitting on him. I don't know. (laughs) It came off very Kathy and Jim to me, but I could be when they first showed Babyface, it was just that small clip of like half of his face. I I was also confused as to why he was there. But well, I thought he was Randy Jackson at, first. at the house. Like I, every time they have a dinner party, I'm like, why do y'all invite people that y'all actually give a fuck about? Like, why do y'all invite real people? Because you know that they're gonna show the fuck out. They've done this to you plenty of times. Why do you invite them? You know, it these was only by the grace of God. Only by grace of God that they did not like that. The finger banging was the worst of it. Like, that was it. And everybody laughed at it except for Yolanda, who was just like. Isn't there a better word for it? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yolanda Superior. <laughs> what was it? Her, her don't you say? <laughs> but she also kept saying Kunalingus, which also was pissing me off. Kunalingus? What does that mean? Kunalingus? Kunalingus? <laughs> and they're all just saying Kunalingus? Kunalingus? I was like, why? What are we doing? And then Eileen. I'm sure there are better things that we can talk about. It's like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up and have goddamn fun. But I also agree. Like, why do we keep saying this? Like, I know, but that was the fun part. I would be dying laughing. Like, why the fuck are we still talking about this? After like the third one, I was like, so we're going to continue with this. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Me cracking the fuck up. Still having the feeling of like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we talking about this? Like, why is this cracking the fuck up? Eileen sitting there all, all kinds of a thing. My... It's like, relax. Yes, no, she definitely can chill the fuck out, but it's also like, why is this still happening? Why? <laughs> um, okay, so Kyle, okay, we got to the gays party. Okay. And like we said, Yolanda makes the poor decision of inviting these women to her homeland of Holland. 
Um, so they stop in Amsterdam and <laughs> I think maybe we should stop here and in Amsterdam. Up with Amsterdam next week. Cause this okay. is where shit gets like real and it's a lot more to talk about. Yeah. It's yeah. stupid. And yeah. also this is kind of Brandy got a shout out for me at this point, just in this one moment. Mm. <laughs> okay. The Kyle, like, oh, oh, I don't know what happened to me. You're gonna, and Brandy's like, uh, okay, come on now. The last time I smoked a joint, I was with you. Yeah. So if you want to pretend like you've never smoked weed or ingested an edible or marijuana in any kind of way, and then ingest it here, like, come on now. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to be so. <laughs> You didn't have to say I've never done this before. Like we can just You didn't have to say shit. That was the thing. Yeah. And that I feel like that was Brandy's point. And that Brandy got a cool. That was. And Brandy makes valid points along the way. She just also annoys me. She does. It's the way she does it. Okay. It's the way she does it. But all right, y'all. We'll pick up next week. I guess next week we can finish out the season before we get into these way too many reunion shows. Because we don't need three. We can do this shit in one. <laughs> yeah, for the reunion, yeah. Yeah, we don't need three, but okay. I don't know. what They just keep, you know, it's like, why are we doing that? They just want to stress Add this. Dollars. It's like, we're going to stress this as long as we can before the next <gasps> part of the franchise airs. Okay, uh, quickly before we go. Uh, one of the housewives of the Real Housewives of Potomac is having says she's having a hot girl summer since she's been uh, broken up since they broke up. You know who I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, somebody I follow on Twitter uh, actually surprisingly cracked me up because you know kind of how I feel about this person. Uh, Dustin posted more like <laughs> warm weather woman. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> and he proceeded to drag a photo of them at Gay Pride and said, "Cause Giselle had on a rainbow-colored cowboy hat," <laughs> and proceeded to say, "It doesn't matter if it's Pride or not; she would have worn it anyway." <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. Also, just to wrap it up with King and Moore. You know, she also, she you, also... Why are you killing my high? Because <laughs> I just thought about it. You know, she also came for the Black girl on um on New York, too. Because Luann, Countess Luann... Because she was on a trip. Is she, no, she's, is she on that trip? What, is it her and Ramona? Um, I don't know. But she posted a photo and said something about something about love. You know, white women, whenever whenever the episodes don't make them look bad, they always post that weird love and light bullshit. But, um, so then Kenya comments on her post, not tagging this other woman. Yeah, she didn't tag ourselves. Not tagging the black woman. It says, well, you know, degrees don't make you smart. Like, the fuck off, Kenya. Them white women don't like you. Just stop. The white women do not like you. The white women do not fuck with you. And you just wanted us not that long ago to stand with you in solidarity because Michael Rappaport called your ass a, a gorilla or some shit. Even though I hate him. But 
we're not about you're not about to get to do this oh let's do this stand up sisters whenever you it's convenient for you while you consistently try to go out of your way to drag black women it's a cca con yeah. convenient call of action yep cca yep everything about kenya is a cca sure is like everything about her is a cca everything is a convenient call of action everything is about what she cares about yep everything which is kind of in this double backs into why i feel so very sensitive right now regarding like especially getting on the internet and talking about portia you know what i mean yeah because we definitely have seen we've seen sis get maced yeah we've seen no, her at ground zero like really doing but that's why in a way that i didn't expect her to do at but all. that's why my whole critique of this has been I hope all this isn't for a storyline. Yeah. Because I don't care who you date, married. I don't, I genuinely do not give a fuck. I just hope you're not letting them ruin everything you work for for a fucking storyline. Uh, and I, I think it's also fair to add that um, there's a level of accountability that every last one of us has to take. Has to take to not allow that to happen. Because yeah. at the end of the day, Bravo is a white-owned network that's owned by also, NBC, I mean, that's owned by Comcast. Yes, and, and these are the people well that are going to be making money off of this story. But that's all, that that's great. I that's mean, she's going to make her penny too. But we also know how people are. Yeah, but that's and what I mean. It doesn't matter how much good and progress you do in the world people always want you to be who they start, who they started you to be, right? Like, look at, like, a Jocelyn Hernandez, right? We've watched... We're just doing all kinds of full circles. Stingy with my queen. <laughs> we've seen, you know, we've seen Jocelyn start out being who she was over there with Mona Me. We've seen Jocelyn act a fool. We've yeah. also seen Jocelyn become a mother and try to genuinely do that. I cannot. I job. cannot. <laughs> and try to genuinely do better, right? Yeah. We've seen her try to make genuine progress and growth and do better. The whole point, although I'm still not 100% sure <laughs> what the fuck goes on over there at that cabaret house. No, I don't want to know. The whole point is for her to try to help other women get a platform right but all we keep talking about all they ever want to talk about is jocelyn threw somebody's stuff out the door jocelyn did the, and it's like no matter what you do people always want to try to bring you back to where you was like nobody talks about the fact that yandy's been out there too oh yeah we do martin luther yandy <laughs> Uh-uh. Because see, people say that oh, shit. Oh no, Yandy Luther King. That's what it was. People say that shit trying to be funny though. Like no, for me, when, they say trying to be funny, all, but for me, that's like, oh yeah, it's funny, but this is an acknowledgement because but you was out here getting maced too. When Yandy got maced out over in Brooklyn, when she was out yeah. there protesting that jail that had been no he without water and power for all them days, they made that shit into a meme. Yeah. That's and awesome all nice. they keep reducing her to is this bullshit that Mendeecees be doing. Also that too. So it's like everybody wants you to be who they who you were when they first met you. This is why that people don't allow people to grow. Yeah. 
that's one people. thing too. Like people, especially when it comes to um, being in front of any kind of camera or creating any kind of platform or just having any kind of like voice that people hear, you aren't allowed to grow. Right. And when you do, it's it's difficult. And when it's you make difficult. poor decisions and bad choices, um, even when you take accountability, there's the possibility of not being accepted in the midst of that. Because um, the, the idea of like taking accountability is like the first step in the growth. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I have to be held accountable for the behavior that I've had. And these are the things that I've learned. And then after that, it's okay, now I have to apply this shit. And I mean, we watch King, it's been the whole not time to undermine and discount the work that Portia's did, Portia yeah. has been doing with the whole, oh, she's an activist for the internet. And remember when she lied on Candy and it's like, all right. And the, oh, well, she knew what she was doing. She saw the camera there and she got arrested. It's like, yeah, bitch, that's the whole point. Right. Like, how fucking dumb are you? Yeah. That is the entire point. You have the celebrity. You have the platform. You should be the person on camera being arrested, humanizing this idea of the movement to the white people who happen to also join in and watch this shit. Yeah. Dumb bitch. Yeah. I fucking hate her. So I put that bitch in the same category as Judge Joe Brown. Yes. As Judge Mathis and these niggas on Maury Povich. Yes. Yes. And on that note, shall we wrap it up? And honestly, Monique is creeping her way over there too. But she, Monique, girl, just you, it's sis. Just stop. Just fucking stop. Just stop. Just stop. But, um, yeah. We, we were can- so happy when you went over to the Queen Supreme Court and you did that interview with T.S. Madison, despite the problems that you gave. That you lended your celebrity to a black trans woman on her plat her monetized platform for no fee. We were yeah. proud of you for that. Shut up about the fucking bonnets. Yeah. Especially when you got other shit to worry about. Like why are you talking about your husband is raising you? That shit is fucking weird. Bitch, you're 50 something years old. Shut up. Stop saying that. I don't get the. I don't know. I'm kind of turned on by it. I wish this nigga would just walk around the house. Anyway, good <laughs> All right. So on that note, All right, y'all, this is going to wrap up this week's episode of Reality this Rewind. We'll be back next week to finish out with these Beverly Hills hoes and then. Oh, my God. Watch the Amsterdam episode, y'all. Yes. What, Amsterdam is the whole part, the whole yes. point. And then How you'll you get. Talk about my husband. But you also get two of the best lines that ever come out of this, the Housewives franchise. Yes. So there you go. And then also go back and watch season, I believe it was 12, um, Snatch Game of RuPaul's Drag Race. Watch Jackie Cox as Lisa Renna. Yes. It's all pulled specifically all from, from this, episode. this trip. Yes, all from this trip. Her and that cardigan. Have you met my husband? My husband, Harry Hamlin? Don't yeah. you talk about my husband, Harry Hamlin? Like, it all comes from here. So Yeah, it yeah. does. All right, all right. y'all. Good night. Nice, yeah.